From me, Father Emil, and a warm welcome to As the Sun Sets. Yes, a strange name, but that's what we do as we come to the end of the, na- end, end of the day. Simply to sit back, relax, to praise the Lord, to listen to His Word, to pray the Psalms, a little reflection, a little injection of life at the end of the day. I hope you've had a wonderful day. It's a bit of a great day this morning from early morning, a little bit cooler than usual. But as we come to the end of the day, I think we'll agree it's been a wonderful day. And no doubt in some areas we've had a little rain, so we thank God for the rain, we thank God for the sunshine, but above all we thank God for our friends. Just to remind you that we're in what we call Holy Week, and on Thursday we begin the Triduum, those are the three holy days, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, as we welcome Jesus, risen from the dead, on Easter Sunday. So let's ask the Lord to be with us and to help us in our reflections and enable us to praise him in an appropriate way as we come to the end of the day. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Insult and terror have been my lot, but the Lord is at my side, a mighty hero. Psalm 48, about the uselessness of riches. Hear this, all you peoples. Give heed, all who dwell in the world. Men both low and high, rich and poor alike. My lips will speak words of wisdom. My heart is full of insight. I will turn my mind to a parable. With a harp, I will solve my problem. Why should I fear in evil days the malice of the foes who surround me? Men who trust in their wealth and boast of the vastness of their riches. For no man can buy his own ransom or pay a price to God for his life. The ransom of his soul is beyond him. He cannot buy life without end, nor avoid coming to the grave. He knows that wise men and fools must both perish and leave their wealth to others. Their graves are their homes forever, their dwelling place from age to age, though their names spread wide through the land. In his riches, man lacks wisdom. He is like the beasts that are destroyed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Insult and terror have been my lot, but the Lord is at my side, a mighty hero. Deliver me, Lord, and set me close to you. Let who will raise his hand against me. Now this is the lot of those who trust in themselves, who have others at their beck and call. Like sheep, they are driven to the grave, where death shall be their shepherd, and the just shall become their rulers. And with the morning, their outward show vanishes, and the grave becomes their home. But God will ransom me from death and take my soul to himself. Then do not fear when a man grows rich, when the glory of his house increases. He takes nothing with him when he dies. His glory does not follow him below. Though he flattered himself while he lived, men will praise me for all my success. Yet he will go to join his fathers, who will never see the light anymore. In his riches, man lacks wisdom. He is like the beasts that are destroyed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Deliver me, Lord, and set me close to you. Let who will raise his hand against me. You were slain, Lord, and with your blood 
you bought us for God. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Worthy are you, O Lord, to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed men for God from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. You have made us a kingdom and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You were slain, Lord, and with your blood you bought us for God. Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to John, chapter 13. Now, while at supper with his disciples, Jesus was troubled in spirit, and he declared, I tell you most solemnly, one of you will betray me. And the disciples looked at one another, wondering which he meant. And the disciple Jesus loved was reclining next to Jesus. And Simon Peter signed to him and said, Ask who it is he means. And so leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said, Who is it, Lord? It is the one, replied Jesus, to whom I give the piece of bread that I shall dip in the dish. And so he dipped the piece of bread, and he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. And at that instant, after Judas had taken the bread, Satan entered him. And Jesus then said, What you are going to do? Too quickly. None of the others at table understood the reason Jesus said this. And since Judas had charge of the common fund, some of them thought Jesus was telling him, buy what we need for the festival, or telling him to give something to the poor. And as soon as Judas had taken the piece of bread, he went out. Night night had fallen. And when he had gone, Jesus said, Now has the Son of Man been glorified, and in him God has been glorified. And if God has been glorified in him, God will in turn glorify him in himself, and will glorify him 
very soon. My little children, I shall not be with you much longer. You will look for me, and as I told the Jews, where I am going, you cannot come. And then Simon Peter said, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus replied, where I'm going, you cannot follow me now. You will follow me later. And Peter said to him, but why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Lay down your life for me, answered Jesus. I tell you most solemnly, before the cock crows, you will have disowned me three times. And so we progress a little more every day towards the crucifixion and death of our Lord and ultimately his resurrection. And today, the gospel reading focuses on what I would call betrayal, the betrayal of Judas and even the betrayal of Peter. And so I thought it may be good for us just to reflect for a moment on this betrayal. We know how Jesus sat down with his disciples at the Last Supper. He loved these 12 men. He had formed them, he had walked with them, he had encouraged them. They did what he asked them to do and so on. And there was one, Judas, Judas Iscariot, who was the bursar. He was the, the syndic. He was the, the one who looked after the money, the bookkeeper. And he used to help himself secretly to the funds that they had collected for their own sustenance and to, to keep them alive and so on. But Jesus says to the twelve, as they sit together, one of you, one of you is about to betray me. And Jesus, John tells us, was troubled in spirit. Can you imagine your intimate family and friends Imagine your own family, your husband, your wife, and your children. You've grown up together, intimately. You've got your extended family and so on. And you, you, let's just imagine you're together with all your immediate family. And then you said, and you say to them, one of you is going to betray me. Can you imagine <laughs> what that would mean in your family, amongst your intimate friends? One of you will betray me. You could also be with a group of friends, people that, you've, uh, that you love to associate with. One of you will betray me. I don't know whether you've ever been betrayed or been blackmailed. It's a terrible feeling to be blackmailed, to be betrayed by somebody else. Somebody that ate bread from your very table, that enjoyed the things that you enjoyed, that held your hand, so to speak, as you walked through life, that accompanied you to the cinemas, that accompanied you on pilgrimages, accompanied you on 
picnics, call it what you like. And for somebody to abuse you, abuse your kindness and your friendship, and then to turn on you and to betray you or to blackmail you, it is very, very debilitating. It's destroying. There's nothing more destructive, I think, than betraying somebody, somebody with whom you walked, somebody whom you loved, somebody whom you trusted. And we think that Jesus, yes, was the Son of God, but he was above all these things. John tells us Jesus was troubled in spirit. Because he knew, he knew who it was that was going to betray him. But he didn't name him outright. He simply said, one of you, <laughs> one of you is going to betray me. And of course they were all worried. Who is going to betray you, Lord? Ultimately, Jesus says, it's the one who will receive the piece of bread that I dip into the dish. Sort of thing they always did at these um, Passover meals. And when he had given the piece of bread to Judas, notice what John says. Night had fallen. The light, that's festivity, the joy, the happiness, the peace, the brightness of just being together with that group. It's like being together with a group of people that you love. Being together with a group of people that encourage you, that that give you life, give you meaning, give you whatever it is. It's wonderful being with a group like that. Boy, somebody betrays you, somebody from a group like that. John says, night had fallen. So indeed, the darkness comes over the group because Judas now at last, at last admits his evil intentions. And so off he goes. And he leaves that group, and John says, night had fallen. Indeed, this was the end of the day, night had fallen, and now begins the passage of Christ to his suffering and his death. So, it must have been a tremendous um, uh, impact on those disciples when Judas left, and when they would have thought to themselves, my goodness, it's Judas. Judas and the disappointment the night had fallen on those disciples and to make matters worse Jesus says uh, Simon's Peter says to Jesus Lord where are you going you cannot come and Peter says I will follow you I will lay down my life for you says, says Peter I tell you solemnly says Jesus before the cock crows you would have disowned me three times. There we go. Impetuous Peter. So the gospel today speaks to us about these two people, Judas, who blatantly betrays Jesus for a few pieces of silver, and Peter, who, full of enthusiasm, says, Lord, I will protect you and I'll be with you wherever you go. I'll lay down my life for you. And he will disown Jesus three times. I don't know him. I don't know that man. Three times he denies Jesus. So denial, blackmail, betrayal. Jesus was troubled in spirit. 
when all this goes through him and he thinks to himself, I thought I did so wonderfully with my friends. They walked with me. They supported me. We had fun together. And now in the end, I'm betrayed by Judas. And Peter is also going to betray me. You can imagine how Jesus would be troubled in spirit. I would certainly be troubled in spirit myself. So let's pray today that we will recognize that humanity in Jesus, that even though he was God, the Son of God, that he was troubled in spirit at the realization that one of his closest allies, Judas, was to betray him, and the one on whom he was going to build the church, the rock, Peter, would also deny Jesus. How oh, he must have felt at these denials and these betrayals. And so I pray that in our own lives, we will treasure goodness, faithfulness, friendship, love of one another. Let's keep our tongues tight and clean. Let's honor other people. Yesterday we celebrated Human Rights Day. Let's honor people for who they are. Remember that they are made in the image and the likeness of God. They might have their shortcomings and failings. They may not like you. They may say things that hurt you and so on. In our own life, let's try not to betray one another, not to deny each other. And above all, let's not betray Jesus or deny Jesus, but acknowledge him as the Son of God. Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. Give me the grace to follow you, no matter what. And let's be encouraged, above all, that the Lord knows that we are weak and human, that there come a time, there comes a time in our lives when we do betray the Lord, when we do say, I don't know him or I don't want to know him. And then let's see how the Lord looks at Judas and at Peter. And may he look at you as he looked at Peter with great love and forgave him. May the Lord also forgive you for those times when you possibly have betrayed the Lord or didn't acknowledge him in some way. So may the Lord help us and give us peace and show us that mercy and forgiveness that we long for. We worship you, Christ, and we bless you. By your cross you have redeemed the world. We worship you, Christ, and we bless you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. We worship you, Christ, and we bless you. I have the right to lay down my life, and I have the right to take it up again. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. 
He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I have the right to lay down my life, and I have the right to take it up again. Now let us pray to the Saviour of all. By dying, he destroyed our death, and by rising, he restored our life. Sanctify the people whom you redeemed by your blood, Lord. Christ, our Redeemer, let us share in your passion by works of penance, and let us attain the glory of your resurrection. Grant us the protection of your mother, the comforter of the afflicted, and may we bring to others the consolation you have given us. Unite the faithful to your passion in times of trouble and distress, and let the power of your salvation shine forth in their lives. You humbled yourself even to accepting death, death on the cross. Grant to your servants obedience and patience. And share with the dead your bodily glory, and let us rejoice one day with them in the fellowship of the saints. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful, ever-living God, may our sacramental celebration of the Lord's Passion bring us your forgiveness, and we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may Almighty God love and bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit exalts in God my Savior, for he has Thank mm-hmm. you.
John Michael Talbot bringing us to the end of our evening prayer. What a beautiful voice he has. I thank God for the beauty of the human voice. And uh, when we listen to John Michael Talbot, the clarity, the beauty of that voice, we praise you, Lord, and we thank you for the gift of those who can sing and bring us life and hope. Thank you, Lord, for this evening's prayer. And thank you to you, wherever you are, driving home or sitting at home, just praying and reflecting with me on the scriptures. I wish you a wonderful evening. And so from me, Father Emil, for today, it's good night and God bless.